Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. One of my favorite books since making Mississippi my home is this book, Being Dead is No Excuse, The Official Southern Lady's Guide to Hosting the Perfect Funeral. A couple of years ago, the chapel was honored to welcome one of the authors for a baptism and I was thrilled when she signed my copy. Being an excellent Delta woman with an outrageous wit, she signed it R.I.P. She also shared a small secret with me that the original title of the book was Being Dead is No Excuse for Store-Bought Mayonnaise, but the publishers made them shorten it. People like that make me cross. But while Being Dead is a fine collection of classic Southern recipes and hilarious anecdotes, the heart of the book is about something much more important, hospitality and community. The authors write, we are people with a strong sense of community, and Being Dead is no impediment to belonging to it. We won't forget you just because you've up and died. We may even like you better and visit you more often. I'm reminded of the Chapel's Hospitality Guild, which was back in action last Thursday, hosting a longtime member's visitation. Many parishes might assume that a grieving family would receive condolences at a funeral home or in their own home, and they may do that too. But we also host them here, so we can welcome them, help them carry some of the burden, and fill them with cheese straws and tea biscuits. It's beautiful powerful, and truly Christ-like occasion to hold each other as we walk through the valley of death. As much as a day in the country or the gravediggers, hospitality is the chapel being the chapel. Now, pivoting to our gospel, occasions for hospitality in Jesus' day were similarly governed by tradition, but not necessarily anchored with the same heart we experience here at the chapel or read about in being dead. Ancient writings use great detail to describe such occasions, and they recount more than food. Who sat where, who sat next to whom, what was served, how it was served, who was served first, and much more were cataloged in great detail. Meals in ancient Palestine were about friendship and kinship, but they were also about an expression of social rank in family and community, inclusion and exclusion, and most importantly, the giving and receiving of honor between host and guests. 
One attendance and behavior at a dinner party in the first century confirmed one's standing in the social hierarchy. But during today's reading from Luke's Gospel, we hear Jesus collide with the ancient social baggage surrounding hospitality. Undoubtedly, Jesus was invited to a lot of dinner parties, especially after that water-to-wine wedding. But instead of confirming the social norms as his host and the watching Pharisees may have liked him to do, Jesus contradicts the norm. Jesus says, Do not sit down at the place of honor, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Choosing humility over honor, as Jesus inspires us to do today, can be, if we are honest, quite difficult. Certainly for me, I don't know about you. We take notice of people being honored and seldom notice those who are being humble. And understandably so, because receiving accolades or glory can feel quite good. And when we are not the recipient of such honor, we are envious. For when we are honored, we feel affirmed and loved and assured of our self-worth. When we honored, when we are honored, we hear that we have done a good job and our existence is important. When we are honored, we know that we are liked and will never be left alone. Some receive honor for good reasons, service to community, achievement over adversity, excellence in art, craft, or skill. As we approach Labor Day next week, I am reminded of all who labor and how the holiday was established to honor what they contribute to our common life. But in this 21st century, some are honored, or perhaps flattered, rather, for the wrong reasons, the mere possession of wealth, their outward appearance, outrageous or infamous publicity stunts, or the exploitation of others. But shallow flattery is fleeting. It can feel great at first, but like an addictive drug, one needs more and more until nothing will satiate the hunger. No matter how many likes we receive on Instagram, we are never truly satisfied. Applause fades, trophies tarnish, and at the end of the day, we are left with little to show for our shallow accolades. But in humility, as Jesus says, we finally achieve what we have been looking for all along, real honor. Honor that we feel and know deep in our souls and stays with us for eternity. For by forsaking flattery and instead striving after humility, we slowly but surely begin to realize that the affirmation, self-worth, companionship, and all that we think comes with honor is achievable through service. For the truly honorable, instead of basking in that honor, respond with service, service rooted in the heart, service born of humility, service of the other, and service that acknowledges in the words of Swiss philosopher Henry Frederick Emile that life is short and we have too little time to gladden the hearts of those who travel the way with us. So be swift to love and make haste to be kind. And moreover, when we receive such honor, real honor, we soon realize that by simply being created in the image of God and through God's incarnation in Jesus Christ, 
we have received enough honor to last a thousand lifetimes, and we do not need to seek it elsewhere. For God, as the writer of Hebrews writes, will never leave you or forsake you. And moreover, since all of creation has been given similar honors by and through God, all people, regardless of difference, are worthy and should be accepted and honored. This is why we offer hospitality or dig a grave, for in these humble acts of service we honor each other without qualification and we emulate God's eternal banquet. Seek not honor, but love, and then, to paraphrase Jesus, we will be blessed and you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Amen.